Okay, you guys, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle to get your weddings featured? Are your wedding submissions constantly being rejected from your dream publications? Does the thought of creating your own submission completely overwhelm you? Well, this is exactly why I created Submission Support, to help wedding photographers and planners just like you. Inside our monthly email membership community is where you'll learn what makes a good submission, how to start thinking like an editor, how to curate your images, and how to submit your next wedding all on your own. I've helped dozens of photographers and planners get featured, and now I get to help you directly in your inbox every month. To learn more, visit submissionsupport.twgna.com and join today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited about today's brand new episode because I'm talking with Tasha Bracken all about how to stay relevant in a changing industry. Tasha and I chat all about how by staying relevant and up to date with technology, wedding trends, and your branding, you are keeping yourself in the know with your ever evolving clientele. A little bit about Tasha is that she owns Tasha Bracken Events, which is a full service event planning company for weddings, events, galas, um, non-for-profits, and more based in Boston. Her work has graced countless prestigious publications like Grace Armand, Style Me Pretty, and Carrots and Cake, and I'm so excited that she's here. It's a great episode, and I hope you guys really like it. So let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Tasha, can you say hi to everyone? Hi. So happy to be here. Thanks <laughs> Thank be- you. Yeah. Thanks for being here today. How are you doing? Good. Yeah. I feel like spring is um, on its way. So that's wonderful. <laughs> it's getting here. It's trying. Where are you located? Um, I'm just outside of Boston. Oh, okay. So we're yeah. north- we're uh, Northeasters together. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's super. Well, I'm so excited for today's topic. We're going to be talking about remaining relevant in a changing industry. And this is really um, timely and I think going to be really helpful for our listeners who maybe been in the game a little bit longer. Um, and hopefully we can help give them some insight as to how you stayed relevant for so long. So yeah. before we get started, let's tell everybody a little bit about you, your company and how you got started. Yeah, sure. Um, so you know, I'm Tasha Bracken, and my company is Tasha Bracken Events, and we are a full-service uh, event planning company. Uh, we don't just focus on weddings, but that is um, 
I would say probably about 85% of our business is weddings. Um, we also do uh, nonprofit galas and other social events. So, and I started my business about uh, 20 years ago and have gone through several iterations, you know, rebranding and all of that, you know, really ties in with this topic of, you know, staying relevant and really trying to uh, keep the brand fresh and, you know, and honestly also keeping me really loving this industry and what I do um, because I'm very passionate about it. But I think, um, you know, just kind of keeping up with what's happening in the industry and kind of rebranding yourself and giving a refresh um, really keeps you excited about what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And keeps you interested, you know, like yeah. you want to, you want to be interested and happy with your, with your job. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, remaining relevant, you know, what does being relevant even mean? You know, like, why is that something that would be important to, to you as a business owner? It's important because it's how I feel you connect with clients. So, you know, it's a way to show in some, some, you know, similar interests. It's a way to show that you understand how they process things and, you know, how they do things in their daily lives. Right. So, um, you know, I think it's important to just when you're talking with clients and, you know, onboarding them that you have similar processes and methods of doing things that, you know, it's kind of a first way of connecting with clients. Yeah. So what, so what do you mean by being relevant? Do you just mean like relevant with a style or you are? I think it's, yeah. yeah. So it's, I think it's everything. It's, you know, being relevant in terms of what's going on in the industry and keeping up with, with trends. It's being relevant in terms of what, um, you know, technology is available to you to use that will also help your clients, um, you know, simplify what they're doing in terms of planning and so forth. And I think it just kind of overall, you know, in the world, what's happening and how does that, you know, impact what you're doing from, you know, just world events, fashion, you know, all of those pieces. Um, right. So it's not just one area. It's really, you know, kind of encompasses, a, you know, many different facets. Yeah. So like, you don't want to be stagnant. You know, I feel like, uh, some people can, or in myself included at one point was like set in my ways, like, okay, this is it. Yeah. This is who I am. Um, and then you realize maybe, maybe I'm missing something, you know, maybe I'm not staying on top of it. Um, yeah. and then you have to like catch up. Do you ever feel yeah. like that has happened? Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I think just giving a little bit of background about um, my story and so forth, I think this is really, you know, kind of proof of, you know, how you can kind of stay relevant. You know, I would say about four years ago, um, you know, having done this for a while, um, you know, I felt like I was kind of burnt out and just needed a change. And, you know, at one point thinking, like, do I want to continue doing this? Um, is this like really giving me joy and anymore? Um, and so I sat back and, you know, did like whole kind of pros and cons list and like, what is it that I love about the industry? You know, what is kind of 
tugging at me right now in terms of thinking about leaving. And I realized that it was just kind of how I was doing things and, you know, realizing that maybe, you know, the way I've been doing things for so long isn't, you know, best way anymore. And so looking at that and going through a rebrand, um, you know, talking with a coach about what do you want your business to look like? Who is your target? Like, who are your influencers from, you know, from people to brands um, and really diving into that to really find out where I want to take the company and what that led to was, um, you know, taking on full service events, only taking on, you know, certain number of events a year and me being really um, the focus of the company in terms of, you know, I had had two full-time employees. And so I stepped back and, you know, now it's me and I interface with the clients every day. And I feel like that has just really given me a refresh in terms of being really excited about the industry. And as part of that, I looked at my processes and like, how are, you know, how would do clients want information? How do they, you know, how do they work in their daily lives? And, you know, just finding out like, you know, task management systems, um, you know, calendars, um, you know, a place where everything is, you know, all of their planning information is held for them so they can easily access it and putting that all into place and, you know, onboarding them with an easy guide that um, introduces them to all of this. And I think that was one example and one step of how I took my company to be more relevant. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a lot. That's a big task. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like one step, but it's a very big task. Like I think to have the awareness to sit down and be like, okay, what am I, what am, what am I not happy with? And how, what can I fix it? You know, how can I fix it? And do I want to fix it? Like, do I want to be here? Um, yeah. Is really like the first big step in saying, okay, what, what can I, what do I need to do? And then working, you said you worked with a coach, like to help you figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Like you work with someone to really help you get hyper-focused and like understand like where you wanted your business to go. So you could remain relevant, I think is really um, important to note because you went, you got outside help to help your business, which is now, you know, thrive even better than you could have imagined. So I I really like that part of it too. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it does take some really um, inside kind of looking at yourself and, and all of that. But I think in the end, it, you know, it, it did. Like I, you know, have a whole new love for the industry. Now my, how I work is much different uh, in terms of my processes and which is much easier. And I feel like that is being translated to my clients who are then having a much simpler process and, you know, enjoying that process so much more. Yeah. I love that. I love processes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And I think, you know, you know, one of the biggest challenges for someone who had been in the industry for, you know, at that point over 15 years was I've done things the same way for so many years. And it was, it worked and it was fine, but it wasn't the most streamlined way to do things. And it wasn't keeping up with like what other, you know, 
tools that were out there that would just like, it was like, oh my gosh, I did, why didn't I do this so long ago? It would have made my life so much easier. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Speaking of tools, you know, I think social media can be considered a tool, especially, yes. you know, for um, people in our industry, you know, what are your thoughts about, you know, using Pinterest or Instagram or, you know, social media channels um, to sort of stay relevant? I think it's, it's a must, especially in our industry, um, because it is where clients go to for um, inspiration to find event professionals. So, you know, as much as it's hard to, you know, keep up with, with it all, it, it's, you need to, you need to have a presence. Um, you know, it doesn't mean you have to post every day. And I think, you know, I'm always one to say like, don't just post to post, post because you have something you want to talk about or share, you know, and, and sometimes that's hard. And, you know, I, on those times when I'm looking at like, what do I want to talk about? Sometimes it's just like an inspirational quote or, you know, something that someone said to me that's inspired me. So I think you can look at it in different ways, but, um, you know, and I think also too, it's social media is important, but you also have to understand, you know, the different outlets target different segments. So, you know, uh, this Facebook audience is a very different audience than Instagram um, and TikTok and, you know, all of that. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. TikTok and reels and all this stuff. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, you're, you've been in here 20 years. I'm, I'm 12 years now. And even I myself can be like, I don't want to do reels. Like, oh my God, like one more thing on my plate. But then, <laughs> but then it's like, you see how fun it could be and how people react to it. And then people inquire because of your reels and you're like, oh my gosh, like maybe being on the, on the same page as my client is really important, <laughs> more important yes. than I had, you know, social media wise ever thought. And it's, it's funny how that stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I think part of that is, you know, clients, you know, the planning a wedding and, and all this, and, you know, yes, it's the most important thing is the ceremony and, you know, the vows that, and that they're going to be, you know, spending the rest of their lives together. But, you know, there's also that piece of, because of social media, and I think this is one of the biggest changes that I've seen through the industry is that now there's also like, Oh, I want my wedding to be published. I want to see it on Instagram. I want, you know, and so I think if they see you, you know, doing the reels and, you know, on TikTok, then they're kind of like, okay, this person probably knows what needs to happen to mm -hmm. make that happen if that's important to me. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's really about knowing how, you know, information is disseminated and, you know, and doing it in a way that, that's how they get their information. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know, I think another way maybe we could like talk about this is, you know, what yeah. should we consider, you know, when we're trying to position ourselves and our businesses to a new generation of clients, you know, I, I feel like as I get older, they get the same, they're the same age, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, can we grow with our audiences or, or, or do we outgrow them? I think you can definitely grow with your audience. I mean, obviously, yes, is, you know, as I've been in this, like, you know, when I started, I was 
you know, the same age as the brides. And now I'm, you know, kind of getting closer to the same age as the moms. But what I always try to do is, you know, I did get married and I know, you know, I still remember what that process was like and, you know, kind of the the challenges and my feelings of what I went through. And so I think that is still relatable no matter what your age is. Um, and just in terms of planning an event, like, you know, planning an event when I was, you know, early on in the process, it's still the same as it is now for the most part in terms of, you know, what needs to happen and all of that and, you know, the details. So that's also still relatable, you know? So I think it's, there's definitely, you need to figure out ways for yourself personally, how you can grow with that, um, you know, that age kind of gap and, you know, really just find areas where there's a connection. Yeah. That's really, and that's what, you know, this, this generation Z and now there's, you know, generation alpha, you know, that's really one of the biggest things for them is the connection. Wait, what generation alpha? I, I have not, I <laughs> have not gen- heard this. <laughs> it's the, um, the generation coming out after, um, uh, Gen Z. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're, going, we're now yeah. we're at alpha and I'm going to beta. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's a few years. There's like, it's like 2010, you know, so a few more years, but you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're even more, you know, obviously the digital age and, you know, now these two generations have completely just grown up with, you know, phones and, and all of that. And so I think, you know, as we've talked about with Gen Z, like video, Mm-hmm. is extremely important. And, you know, I would say for anyone trying to figure out like, how do I reach that audience is, is video is probably one of the biggest ways. Um, even thinking about like, um, and I've been thinking about doing this in my own business is when I send out a proposal, like do a short intro video um, oh, yeah. that gets sent with it. Yeah. Um, just as a, you know, kind of, hi, you know, here's your proposal. Please let me know if you have any questions because that's, that's what they're used to. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just gives, again, just builds that connection and authenticity, which is, you know, it's a buzzword, but that's really, you know, huge with this, um, you know, age group. Yeah. I know. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, everything is video now. I mean, Instagram is no longer a photo sharing app, as they say, you know, they're pushing reels and videos and it makes sense because that's the content that people are consuming. But I think it's important to, to be aware of that, right. To understand that that's happening. Like if you just are an ostrich with your head in the sand and be like, no, everything is fine. You could really miss the boat and, and like put yourself in a bad situation. Yeah. And I do think, you know, I think there's a couple of things I think, you know, and I know this because it just, um, personally, like you can be overwhelmed with the number of options for getting out there, right? There's just so many outlets. Um, and then also too, when you, you look at reels and things like that, it's like, oh my gosh, some of these are so produced and they're so great. Like, how could I do something like that? And it's really not so much about the professionalism in terms of, you know, how 
great it looks or it's just it's the content and being out there you know um so i would say you know if your reels don't look perfect that's okay yeah you know you'll learn to develop them and but it really is just having that out there so that people can consume it yeah yeah and relate to you yeah and people don't want perfect anymore you know like yeah. just yeah they want real they want raw um yep. and i think that's just like the the demographic and the age group coming coming of age you know they want it to be they want more realness less like i don't know curation i think <laughs> yeah yeah and i think you're you know you're seeing that in just in the events that are that we're producing mm-hmm. um you know i think there's you know there's still the formality but it's a lot less formal this is more about you know bringing friends and family together um to celebrate the union and you know whether there's a cake cutting or you know some of those other things isn't as important um to you know it's it's really about the experience and you know making sure that everybody there knows that they're special um to the couple and i think you know to me that's what i'm really seeing with with couples now is really focusing on that experience. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's what's so awesome of like we're kind of in this new cycle where I mean and it might even I don't know if this is like a true statement, but I feel like because of the pandemic, people have really gone back to basics where it's not about like the hoopla, it's about the emotion. You know, it's about the yeah. feeling, it's about the connection and being relevant is also meaning being in tune with that, you know, and like understand, understanding what your what's important to your clients and what they value and yeah. how, how you can help make that happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it would be very easy as, um, you know, as a planner who has been doing this for a while and seeing, you know, that, oh, this is, you know, this is what makes up a wedding. You know, you have your parent dances, you have, you know, the cake cutting and your know, speeches and all of that. And now, you know, it's more whatever is important to the couple. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I I think you have to move away from like, oh no, that's not that's not how it's done. Right. Yeah. It's not tradition. You know, like let's try something new. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I know that that can be hard. You know, just in talking with other, um, you know, colleagues that have been doing this even longer than I have, it's like you've been doing that for so long, you feel like, oh no, you have, you know, it's like, um, you know, you really should do this, Mm -hmm. but I've really learned, you know, it's, it's finding those things that are important to the client and and incorporating that into the, into the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, you know, you mentioned early on that you did like a rebrand. Can you maybe just share a little bit of how that process went for you? Because I feel like that, um, is like an outward facing inward and outward facing thing that could help connect with clients on a different level. Yeah. Uh, so it really did start with, um, you know, a whole kind of questionnaire about, um, you know, how I would describe the business, how, um, clients would describe the business, um, and what's most important um, who are the, you know, your influencers in terms of, again, like brands, people, um, 
colors, all of that, and putting that all together and really thinking about, okay, what, what does this translate to? And for me, it was really thoughtful process for clients, simplified, um, you know, being there to listen, um, to guide them through the process and, you know, really focusing on, you know, I'm not doing, you know, hundreds of events. I'm focusing on, you know, a small number and paying, giving my attention fully to each of my clients. Yeah. I love that. I love and that. I think the difference was is before, um, you know, we had kind of different levels of, so there was full service, there was kind of, you know, mid-level and then event management. And what was really challenging with that was I wanted to give my, you know, mid-level and event management clients the same services I was giving my full service. And so I would find myself doing that, but then the pay isn't the same. And so you're basically giving additional services for free. And that's not fair to myself or the clients that are paying for it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So really just, you know, streamlining that and, you know, making that, um, you know, kind of my base. I love that. Yeah. That's important. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, do you think there's like a time where maybe you're just too out of touch with your clientele? you know, or or do you think you can can always grow with your audience or your clients? I mean, I think you can be out of touch, um, but that's, and I don't know the way to say this, but it's because you're not taking the steps to grow with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's almost like you have to make that conscious decision to, you know, I want to keep in touch. I want to know what's important to you know, my potential clients. And I want to, I personally want to grow with them, you know, because that's going to help me grow my business, stay relevant and provide the best value to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it takes a level of self-awareness, which I mentioned before. I think if you're someone in the wedding industry and maybe you're losing out on a lot of clients recently, you know, I think it's always good to be introspective and say, what's going on? Is it me? Mm -hmm. You know, like you have to, sometimes you have to ask the question, like, is it me? (laughs) And sometimes it is. And I think it's important to know like, okay, well this, you know, maybe you have to ask somebody to help you figure that out. Like you did with the coach or, you know, like a a very close colleague who could say it is you girl, like it it is you, Um, you know, and you can just work on it and, and get some help. But I think Self-awareness is probably maybe the biggest tool to remaining yeah. relevant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. And I think that was a big part of why I took that step for rebranding. It was like, why am I not getting in front of the clients that I want to be in front of? And it really was, you know, you know, took some inner self looking at, and it was hard. It was hard to say, Oh, maybe, you know, maybe my website's not what it should be, or, you know, my messaging isn't resonating um, because it's not, you know, addressing what's important to them. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like, no, it's, it's got to be right. Right. Like I know what I'm doing and, 
but you do sometimes need that outside influence that's, you know, that person that's saying, no, wait, you need to fix this or, (laughs) you know, um, because for me for so long, I mean, I actually, you know, designed my website and I kept it updated and all of that. So, you know, I was like, oh, it looks great. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, you know, totally. I highly recommend anyone, you know, that's thinking about, you know, ways to stay relevant and all that. Yeah. Have a friend or, you know, work with someone on the outside that can really give you that, that advice. Totally. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. I mean, I think we're on the, like the part of tips here. I, w- I would love for you to share, you know, some easy tasks that our listeners can do um, to stay relevant, you know, maybe what are your like top three tips that people could, could start doing um, after they listen to today's episode? Yeah. I think the first thing is embrace technology. And I know that can be difficult for people who've been doing this for a while. Again, you know, you, you do things a certain way, but um, you know, everyone wants things to be as easy as possible. So online pay systems, um, you know, doing video calls, with clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, setting up task management systems for that, for your clients that let them know when things need to be done. And, um, you know, and also lets them know what you're working on. Again, just really use technology in the way that they're using technology because it's going to benefit you as much as it's going to benefit them. Yeah. I love that. And then was that you? Your so that's a tip? Yeah, first first tip. Yeah, second tip. <laughs> um, I think it goes back to, you know, we're talking about with um, being authentic um, and being true because I think this, the younger generation, like they're, they consume a lot and they can see um, false marketing. So I think, you know, if you're, making as an organization, making donations to a charity or something like that, let them know about it or even, you know, offer with new clients to, you know, make a donation to a charity that's special to them. Um, These types of things are really important to this younger generation. And, you know, they want to feel like the, the organizations that they're working with are giving back. Right. Yeah, um, I've, heard that, I've heard that a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I know as small or small businesses that can be hard, but you know, it doesn't have to be a lot of money. And I think it's just, you know, and it should be something that you want to do. Again, you know, it's being authentic and being real, but um, it's just a nice gesture. I think you know, there's a lot of amazing charities, and you know, to be able to, you know just to help support them and support your clients' interest. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, totally. I love that. Um, and I would say my third tip is understand where they're getting their information. Um, you know, so that's social media, um, you know, different groups again, like, you know, um, Facebook, you know, is now for, you know, they're saying for older older couples or, you know, um, 
grandparents, whatever. So just know where people are getting their information. Um, you know, there's like Pop Sugar, Nine, um, you know, these different sites, that's, that's where they're getting their information. And so just, you know, kind of doing your research and um, keeping up to date with that. Yeah. And maybe even ask people when they, when you talk to them or like you could crowdsource your own, uh, you know, poll and be like, Hey, where do you get your information from? You know, don't be afraid yeah. to ask people, you know, you don't have to do everything from your computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's definitely one of the things, um, you know, we always send a questionnaire when we start working with a client and that's one of the questions that we ask. Um, and we always try to ask questions that get into more of, you know, personal interest and things like that. So we can really, you know, uh, again, try to connect with our client. I love that. Yeah. So helpful. Tasha, this has been great. Thank you so much. Lots of great tips in here and hopefully people, uh, get a spark of how they can, uh, maybe up their game, stay relevant and, and continue connecting with their ideal clients. Uh, let's tell everybody where we can find out more about you, your services and say hello online. Sure. Yes. So the website is Tasha Bracken Events, and you can find me on Instagram at Tasha Bracken Events. Um, and yeah, please reach out if anyone has any questions or wants to continue the discussion. I'm happy uh, and always love talking about uh, these different topics. Yeah, definitely. You guys can, um, all the links and all of Tasha's information's in the show notes. You guys can swipe on up right now, click on the links and let Tasha know you listened to today's episode. I'm sure she'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or aha moments. Um, and we're so grateful that you were here. Thank you, Tasha. This has been so much fun and hope uh, to have you back soon. Thank you so much, Janae. I love your podcast. You're doing a great job. Thank so we- you. <laughs> Sorry. it you guys i hope you liked today's episode i want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to tasha for being our wonderful guest today it was so nice to chat and i hope you guys took away a lot of takeaways there was a lot of good nuggets in there of to how to keep yourself relevant if you guys want to find out more about tasha and say hi to her swipe on up click on the show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode all right you guys i can't wait to share our next cup of tea together bye